I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Tri-tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. So Kelly, no wait, I just can't start with so Kelly because people don't know why Kelly's here. <laughs> yeah. So Kelly. So Kelly is like, what's happening? Okay, oh so Sarah... Why don't you tell us why Kelly's here? <laughs> uh, I don't know. She, I just logged in and all of a sudden there are three people instead of two. Kelly just like oh. Zoom bombed our Zoom bomb. Yeah. Yeah. She's, it's a hostile takeover. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I also Zoom bomb in Sarah's because I'm logged into Sarah's Zoom. So I'm also logged in as her. <laughs> so We're all feisty media over here. Um. So Kelly is joining us today because as most of you know, if you're regular listeners, we are changing our format for if we're riding and we're turning it into a group ride. And this week we're having a group ride of three as we transition into our bigger group. You know, we don't want to jump in all at once. We need to like, you know, step it up bit by bit. So this week we welcome the lovely Kelly O'Mara to help us with that transition. Yeah. And then uh, I think the idea, I got to say Sarah and I, but I hate this thing where I can't tell you two apart with Sarah and Sarah, Sarah H, Sarah with an H, and I will then be leading the group ride from there. We'll have some new people joining us for riding uh, starting next week. I feel like, I feel like now I like, I like want to tell everyone who there's going to be, but I also feel like we could keep it a secret. So I I would like to say Kelly used to call me Sarah too, number two. So I guess this is an improvement. Um, I'm I'm not the deuce between the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I am now Sarah with an H. That's very polite of you, Kelly. That's what I'm stuck on. Um, but yes, we're going to be having a group ride. Yes. Okay, let's talk about that later. I know okay. I was very tempted to go like and just launch in. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just save it for a minute because I do want to ask Kelly about her about the, her NBA game. I was watching on her story. I'm like, is Kelly a basketball? What is happening? Like, I thought there was, I thought there were no balls in your world, Kelly. No balls. All the balls are, <laughs> yeah, people, I'm very into basketball now. Don't you know? I'm very into it. We spent, we, we went to game seven of the playoffs and we might've bought tickets a few beers in. And then afterwards, you know, you're like, how, how much money was that? How much should we spend? And Ticketmaster fees are like as much as a ticket, just in case you were wondering. It's very expensive. Wow. But game was it seven, worth it? It was so worth it. Game seven of the playoffs of the Warriors versus the Kings is the whole, which is out of the two teams here. So it's like a regional rivalry. So that was part of the part of the deal. And I don't think I asked you guys and uh, Sarah, not with an H, has probably never even been to an NBA game. But you guys have never been to a playoff game before. The intensity is so it's so intense. It's like I mean, I joked about this to other people, but I literally thought people in our section were going to have heart attacks. Because like, and that's actually statistically people have heart attacks during playoff games because there's too much, like they're not healthy people and it's too much, it's too much adrenaline and like, and there's like a level of screaming that and, and like 
How can you just, you know how like you're screaming because you think something's going to happen, but then just like that for three hours straight, constant. Were you totally exhausted afterwards? <laughs> no, honestly, because that no, I know. level of energy would wipe me out. Well, I couldn't, I like woke, I like, we like walked back to our apartment and I uh, woke up on the bed like two hours later and I was like, oh, apparently I fell asleep. So <laughs> I guess that's the answer. What what was the thing with the flames on the court? Yeah, I mean, if again, like NBA knows how to get this done, right? So they do like a huge, you know, call out, all the lights out, everybody up screaming, and then flames are coming out of the court. The mascot of the Kings is a lion. He like came down from the Raptors dressed in a suit and then like walked around on stilts with a flat, I don't, right? Like it's like crazy and everyone's screaming. And then they gave everyone t-shirts. This is the other thing. See, this is what we're going to learn with our marketing. If you give everyone free swag and then you yell at them to put it on, then everyone's wearing the same color t-shirts, right? And then you're like on your feet screaming and then it like seems like a big deal. You feel like you're part of a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. I also thought there might be a fight that would break out. That was actually what I was rooting for in my section was not a heart attack. It was a fight. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> somebody punch somebody just so I can write about it later. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but were there things like I know you you said a few things to me and I think you mentioned it in your um triathletic newsletter like people that triathlon can learn from the NBA I mean like first off right like we paid a lot of money to go to this game and I don't I mean I, I'm not I'm not a huge basketball fan so how do you get people to pay that much money they have to like feel invested right and like and like I said here it was the it was the Kings versus the Warriors so there's kind of this like regional rivalry huge chip on your shoulder because like you guys don't care that much about various parts of northern california but sacramento is all like bay area thinks they're so much better than us they think they're just gonna roll us they have all their fancy players with their fancy money but still we like we they got beat so there was this whole like see because you know how sometimes people try to make up fake rivalries yeah uh especially in triathlon they do that that's not <laughs> but it has to be like rooted in real emotion right. you know yeah yeah that's why mm -hmm. I thought there was going to be a fight breakout because then, you know, the, the, the rare person who had come from the Bay area, which is only like an hour 20 away would like start cheering. And then the whole section would be like, and, and it was, I don't know. Are we still like PG rated R on this podcast? Cause there, there was are. a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of swearing right. chanting. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but that would have been you, like you would have been in the minority group from the Bay area. Right. Oh no. I was rooting for the kicks. For sure. Oh. <laughs> Okay, because that would have been even better if you're the one who got punched. And then and then you'd have a real story to tell. Yeah, the one woman I who was like looking for a fight was definitely with this guy who was like 250 pounds, and she was like, like trying to fight everyone. You didn't want to throw Steve into the fray. Just like... But I do think I think triathlon, besides like it's real rivalries, it's real excitement. The other thing is I think triathlon, like I don't know the nice, I don't know how to say this exactly, but you know, like we get really bogged down and like everyone's a nice person and we're all like doing, we're all nice. And a lot of the screaming was like, fuck you refs, fuck you Draymond, right? Like a lot like, and I get there's obviously a point where like, you don't actually want huge fights to break out. But you, if you want people to be that invested in you, they're not going to be invested in like, Kelly just seems nice. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, question. Mm-hmm. Is there alcohol involved? Of course there's alcohol involved. Of course. How much alcohol is involved with watching triathlon? 
<laughs> there should be more, right? <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> and flames. And flames. <laughs> and people coming down from the sky. Yes. <laughs> I keep let's, thinking, like, up the, that? like, entertainment quotient. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I feel like Super League does that well. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, is it yeah. Super League that did the thing in Vegas with the pool set up? Mm-hmm. And then, that, like, I feel like flames were possible there. Drinking was possible. Drinking, viewing yeah. it all in like a stadium environment, like they are onto something, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so funny you should mention basketball you because you went to a basketball game. No, but I'm going to get this here. So Feisty uh, has a sponsorship on the Canada Japan uh, game that's happening here in Victoria, and and. <laughs> And we're going to have like, you know, like to have like the sponsor decals like on the floor of the court. So we're going to have a big feisty (laughs) on the floor of the court at the Canada-Japan game. Yeah. And we have a media contract. So we're going to um, be doing a bunch of like media coverage. We're going to have access to the athletes and do interviews. Um, Ella and Ellen and I had a call about it today. That's why I messaged you after Kelly. We can talk about that later. Um, But yeah, we're like. Basically. Oh, did you message me because you don't know anything about basketball and this Correct. is your problem? Okay. Correct. I was like, well, if we have, if we're going to cover basketball, we better bring in a real sports reporter <laughs> since Kelly's the only person I know. Um, <laughs> just, just Google basketball. Yeah. It'll be like, fine. Or like chat GPT, come up with basketball questions. I'll be like reading <laughs> off the chat GPT, like during an interview with like some like some athlete who plays in the WNBA. I have no idea who she is. Right, <laughs> it's right. like, that'll go real well. Um, anyway, we're like super excited about it. Um, and that's going to be cool. I, I mean, we're like, I never thought I'd be in a meeting. I was laughing. I never thought I'd be in a meeting where we're like asking the dimensions so that we know what assets to send so that the feisty logo can be on the Jumbotron. Excellent. So, Amazing. That was a first for us. So I, I am so curious about the process Whose idea was this? How yeah, do you know that's it was a great question. An option. You're asking the question that everyone's thinking. Right. <laughs> and then, and then when I actually when I said to Ella and Ellen, it was Ella who made the the comment about um how Kelly's logo has like all sports, no balls, because <laughs> we're like, sorry, all the balls. All the balls. <laughs> but like, essentially, I have a good friend who is um, very involved with Canada basketball mm-hmm. and he helps host a tournament here. And there was like, this goes back, there were like issues around how players um, from the WNBA and the NBA qualify for the Olympics and they have mm-hmm. to to play in Canada. Like there's some Somebody who knows about basketball in Canada will know about this. So what he wanted to do was support those players so we could have like the best Olympic teams. Um, and so he created a tournament here. It got like completely shut down by COVID. Um, and now we have a, there's an exhibition game between Canada and Japan. Um, apparently the women's game is filling out, is filling up faster than the men's game. Um, so one of our goals is to like, we're going to create like a campaign that's around, like sell out the women's game basically. Uh, so that's our, that's our goal. They're sold. They've got about, um, they've got about 5,000 tickets to sell. And I think there's, um, they're like a little under halfway. So, so you knew that your friend was putting on this exhibition game and you're like, you were like, this is a marketing opportunity. (laughs) I was like, I want to see the feisty 
logo on the floor of the court. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he yeah. just talked numbers and that was it. Yeah. Well, okay. now we have a, yeah, now we have a little uh, arrangement. Mm-hmm. So is it like a big sticker? I think it's a giant <laughs> sticker. He, yeah, yeah, he yeah. actually said it's like very scary to watch because it's such a precise process because yeah. they have this giant sticker that they're putting onto the floor. Like, did you order the sticker? So <laughs> a lot of sticker related questions. So these were our <laughs> questions. These were our questions on the Paul's day. <laughs> they're like, how do we, what do we do? So all that happens is they're sending us, this is also funny. I'm like, Ellen, I want to have like a video of your process because they're sending us a, like a picture of the court, right? And she's to design like what we want on the court. And then they have it made, like they do it. They know yeah, they have a it. whole process that they do. Yeah. yeah, it takes about three or four days. So we have to have it like with a deadline that duh, and then they, the floor's not even in there. Like they put the floor into the arena right. and then they put the court in and then they put the stickers on. Okay, good. Because I was imagining, you know, you were Ella or somebody like <laughs> trying to find out online, like who makes giant basketball stickers custom? <laughs> Although we did order afterwards. one. <laughs> order one. <laughs> afterwards, we were also like, well, we need to like have basketball outfits. We need oh. basketball. Did you Google basketball outfits? Oh no. no. We did not Google. We know actually Ellen is quite a basketball fan. Like she actually knows about okay. basketball. Yeah. So we like actually I used to play basketball, but I don't really watch basketball. Like so I'm that person. But we like, yeah. So now we're like planning our hmm. wardrobe, obviously. obviously. You're you're going to go up to the players wearing feisty basketball outfits yes that's what I'm getting from this <laughs> that's what so when we were discussing it this is actually like you guys are asking all the right questions that's exactly how our conversation went because we were like is that like walking up to a triathlete in a wetsuit and when being like with your microphone and being like do you want to do an interview like so we decided we didn't need full basketball no, attire, not, yeah. <laughs> but we did want the shoes. So, mm, okay, okay, mm-hmm. I like it. I like. There's it. also been talk, and this is not this is totally unconfirmed, which is kinds of things I say on this podcast all the time. But we're also looking into like feisty finger hand things, <laughs> foam hands, foam feisty hands, foam yeah. hands. Okay. But we were like, the contract's gonna go to like the person who, um. The person who, the, the company that will put nail polish on the foam fingers. <laughs> so. That'd be, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, you're really focused here on the, uh, I was like, I was going to ask like, what are you guys going to do while you're there? Like what kind of co- basketball content? <laughs> like, I don't no, care about stickers. that. <laughs> I am really it's focused like... on the sticker product. The sticker? <laughs> you get to keep it afterwards? <laughs> At least asking the practical questions like, what do you know about, what do you know about basketball and how do you plan to make content? I don't know. No, we're, um, we have some ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I think we're going to do it like in the, in the same vein that we do Kona, like where we have, like where we have some interviews. There's like, so they come and there's three games. And only one of the games is a public game. And then the teams just play each other because they like the team won't come from Japan unless there's like for an exhibition game, unless there's like a bunch of mm-hmm. um, unless they're getting more out of it than just one game. But there's one public game. Um, and so then there's like lots of media time and all these other things happening and the sponsors have to get 
their time and whatever else. So, you know, I think we'll do like, there'll be some people who we want a couple of people who we want on the podcast. And then there'll be like, we'll just do little interviews like we did in Kona. And then we'll like clip out good parts of them and put them onto Instagram. And then we'll also do like goofy shit. Um, this yeah. all sounds very serious. <laughs> so it's very, very serious. Very, very serious. I can't wait for the goofy shit. I am there for it. I want want basketball shoe shots. I want to see you trying to, you know, dunk or at least just shoot a basket. That's all I care. That's all I care about. Yes. (laughs) So I'm glad to hear that, Sarah, because I feel like that is our strong suit. Everything you just said. (laughs) And we're going to have to do a little updating of our abilities to do the actual basketball coverage yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, on the call today they there was a lot of talk about like live streaming because we were on like a call about media <laughs> and I was like they're like, like no. maybe one of you could be on the live stream and we're all looking like, at each no. other like deer in the headlights <laughs> <laughs> like that's just one step beyond our capacity and capabilities <laughs> so anyway all the balls all the balls um okay coming up on the show we're going to talk about the new group ride uh the big week the big weekend coming up in triathlon uh what i'm gonna do on wednesday nights from now on and i rock because let's talk about orca for a minute in 2018, Orca approached me at the Ironman World Championships in Kona and said, hey, we love what you are doing and we want to support women better. So we are designing products specifically for women rather than just, you know, shrinking the men's products. And we want your help. That's me, Sarah, and Feisty Media that they were asking for help from. Not only that, but I personally find that my Orca wetsuit is the best I've ever had for flexibility and buoyancy, and I definitely wish I had found it when I was racing pro. Fast forward four years, and Orca has launched their new triathlon wetsuits and other gear designed specifically for women. I'm so proud to have been part of this process. So you can order your very own wetsuit and other fab products for 15% off using the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com that's iron women the name of one of our amazing triathlon podcasts iron women 1515 at orca.com hey feisty friends you know how oprah winfrey has her favorite things well consider this sarah true's favorite things the energy food department so Bonkrakers, awesome company. They deliver real food, sports nutrition with amazing nostalgic flavors. They have energy bars, energy chews and protein bars. My favorite in each category. Favorite things. PB&J. Rainbow Blast. And cookies and cream. Now you are welcome to disagree with me, but you will absolutely agree that they deliver some of the best energy products on the markets, you will not be disappointed. Feisty listeners can get 20% off on one-time purchases and subscriptions by going to bonkbreaker.com and using the code FEISTY. That's 20% off at bonkbreaker.com with the code FEISTY. Okay, so Kelly, you are, I am 
handing over my producer of If We Were Right, a cat to you. Um, and I think we all want to know what amazing things are going to happen on this new group ride. That, by the way, everyone, we're going to say this 6,000 times, is going to be moved over to the Iron Women podcast feed. So if you do not just, if you want to hear the new group ride, which of course all of you do, then you need to go subscribe to Iron Women. So we will post the first couple episodes here though, as people transition, as people learn our new meetup point. Um, You're stressing me out now though, because I feel like I sent an email to everyone being like, hey guys, we're going to talk about something cool here and then something else cool that I'll think of. (laughs) It'll be great. So what's going to actually happen is that you're going to have a a plan Mm -hmm. and I'm going to completely derail it (laughs) by things that are only related adjacently or I'm going to have some story or something and you're going to have to get in the weeds with it and just tolerate me. So I'm just I'm just letting you know. It's going to be all about the sticker, how we get the sticker made. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are we going to announce right now uh, who else is joining us? Or are we keeping that? Ooh, Ooh. That's up to you. I think we could announce it. I mean, it's happening next week. So for, if not now, when? <laughs> oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're going to be joined by Jocelyn Wong and Khadija Diggs. Um, and I think we're, we're, we keep comparing it to The View. Well, I... I kept comparing it to other things, but the views one that people understand better. We're like, we might have different people join us on different days. And then uh, Sid is also going to do a Sid Talks kind of tell us about triathlon segment, which Sarah with an H, she was like, no, Sarah still knows lots about triathlon. She's still racing a bunch. And I was like, (laughs) she's shaking her head. (laughs) I know nothing. I know what a triathlon is. No, Sid Sid is so good at that sort of thing. Yeah. She'll crush it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't look at results that are maybe I shouldn't admit that. Like yeah. I don't know what's going on. I just got to do my own thing. I think it's probably healthier, you know. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be what's the word triathlon ish. We haven't decided. I'm, we haven't, I'm we haven't, all about the ish. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if we decide if it's more ish or more triathlon or somewhere. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, I think Kelly's, like, Kelly's ish is different to Sarah's ish because Kelly coined the ish. I mean, that's, that was the beginning of a triathlon ish podcast and then her triathlon ish brand. But like, after Kelly left the podcast and Sarah joined me, you know, Ish went from like triathlon adjacent, like say right. the world of sports broadly, or like things that affect us as female athletes to like Sarah and I just off the rails on all of the animal stories, like anything that came to our head. Sometimes we could talk for 40 straight minutes about like a mouse, you know, <laughs> like it just. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, right. there is a coyote living in my backyard now. And it's like crazy. And I, I mean, like, so we have a little fence, but then right on the other side, I looked out the other day and my cat was sitting in my lab and we both looked out and the coyote was just like right there. And so now the cats can't go out because the guy's uh, just like living there. Like it has a home? Like, I don't know. Well, he was just like, so there's a hill right on the, behind my, the, like my fence. And he's just like hanging out there. And then there's deer that live up there. And the deer came and chased him out. They were like, no, this is our territory. <laughs> Yeah, kitty is an indoor kitty now. I know. So the cats have been, they're so bored. They're so yeah. bored. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, well, 
not as cute as Sarah's raccoon, but we might want coyote updates every once in a while. We have a lot of coyotes here. And then I was running, all these people were stopping and taking a picture of a coyote. And I was like, guys, there's like a coyote that like goes to the mall. Like, this isn't that exciting. What? Well, there's a mall like a mile from my house and the coyote wanders down there sometimes. He gets lost. <laughs> An indoor mall? Yeah, I mean, he has to go in it. He like wanted to on the parking lot and oh, like the okay. Panera and the Chipotle. Okay. Yeah, I'm Chipotle. just imagining like walking down, like, "Hey guys, going on?" Hey, <laughs> like you're going to the Nike outlet. There's yeah. like a fox in there. <laughs> um, have I told Sarah? Please tell me if this is a repeat on the podcast because my memory is bad. But have I told you about my neighbor getting the food stolen from her um, deep freeze? no okay so All right <laughs> oh good animal story here we go um so one of my neighbors was like mentioning that someone stole like she has a deep freeze that's outside of her back we have quite big like decent sized patios for townhouses so she's like a deep freeze out on her patio and she's like someone came and stole food from my deep freeze and we kind of did this who would do that? Like, are people like people living in like our area hungry? Like, you know, like, I, I was like, what is happening? Two days later, I can't believe I didn't mention this, Sarah. Two days later, I see a raccoon <gasps> walking across my back patio. And I'm like, um, uh... I think I know who stole the food from the deep freeze. <laughs> like, and that was, I couldn't believe it because, like, that raccoon thing where I lived before, where we saw the raccoon, like, was you know, there's a four, I live beside a forest, like acres and acres of woods, right? Like it made sense for, but like, this is like in the city, <laughs> you know? There are a lot of um, raccoons in the city. They like, yeah, with a lot of rodents. It's a Victoria with a, we have a lot of rodents, but I just had not seen, this is like densely populated, like spot, you know, like there's no green. Well, there is, but it's not. Yeah. Sounds great. Can we get this raccoon to guest right on the podcast? Because I have so many questions for its <laughs> for <process>. the raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did it have friends lifting up that lid? Because that can be heavy. That's what yeah, I was thinking about. Like, what food did it go for? <laughs> you know, what if it fell? What if it fell in and then the lid closed on it? Oh my god! I know it's, <laughs> it's dangerous. Was it worried about that? <laughs> There's so many questions. Do you, guys have, do you guys have next door in Canada or is that like a very American thing? App. Next door, yeah. What is it? Uh it's like a forum like a gossip forum site for your neighbors. Basically like people are like I saw a suspicious looking man in the neighborhood. Oh, this- okay, I don't know if we do or not. I've never heard of it, so I'm going to lean to know, but I don't know for sure. Uh cuz it sounds like a case for next door. <laughs> So, it totally does so they would probably come up with a racist reason so because that's sort of oh god what they do. yeah well that's where like when she was like somebody it's just the story something about the story like wasn't holding together for me right. i was like, like one of our neighbors stole like frozen meat from your freaks like <laughs> like who and then when i saw the raccoon i'm like even though sarah to sarah's point there's still questions about how questions, this ra- yeah. raccoon ex- like executed Excellent, on this yeah. I still am like, it's more likely the raccoon than a random neighbor who's like, oh, there's some free food (laughs) and just take it. Uh, You know what somebody stole from our patio? So first our mountain bike got stolen, which was kind of like, like they (sighs) cut through a cable lot. And it was like, well, that's really, because we like, whatever. It was annoying. So we bought a new mountain bike with insurance money. And then we had it locked to like a rack that goes in the back of your car. Like the rack was sitting 
on the patio and then it was locked to that with like a metal lock so they stole the whole rack and the oh. bike locked together which that shit is heavy how would wow. you do that yeah you had to like you had to plan in order to get execute that yeah yeah damn and then our insurance that's a heist file the claim i know that's a big raccoon <laughs> A lot of planning for the raccoon. I mean, <laughs> oh, there was probably tools involved. I mean, yeah. wow. Like but, I said, Kelly, we're going to totally derail whatever. I know. I was talk. like, I feel like, and now I'm going to be like, and now back to travel. <laughs> it's your official role on the group ride, Kelly. Or at least like, I don't know, sports, whatever. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, okay, it is a big, big weekend in triathlon. It is, it is. And uh, and I thought uh, Sarah with an H, Sarah too. I thought you knew Sarah for a long time, but then you didn't like that either. That That's better than Sarah number two. Yeah, I guess it's true. New Sarah. If you're new Sarah, I'm old Sarah. Right, she yeah, didn't like Sarah, old Sarah. Yeah, that's not fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, I Yeah, because I, I thought you were racing because it's such a, but you just finished your first year of school, but it's such a big weekend of racing. There's... Uh, the big PTO European Open over in Ibiza, mm-hmm. as the Europeans keep saying it. There's the St. George here in the U.S. Uh, there's the World Tri Long Distance World Champs, which I have to say, and maybe, I mean, you just said you don't really pay attention, but I think it's really weird to have both the World Tri Long Distance World Champs and European Open in Ibiza, like 23 hours apart. Oh, absolutely. So it's weird. It's kind of it's kind of nice because there will be spectators. Right. That's the idea. And, you know, if you didn't get into that, the PTO race, Mm -hmm. um, then that's a really good payday. uh, If you go and win it, but yeah, it's less than ideal for um, a performance standpoint for the pros. um, But I I like the fact that they're trying to be nicey-nicey with uh, World Triathlon. So, yeah, I mean, I think World Triathlon yeah. was all nervous about them, like, showing up and doing their thing and then, like, taking all the big names and taking the, like, focus. And so then they, like, threw them kind of a, we'll make your race worth more points, et cetera. So yeah, wait, so it's, it's, is it the same race? Or, like, a people no, race? they're literally 23 hours, hours apart. So yeah. will people race both? No, you can't do both no. because there's a world tri rule that you about 24 hours. So you cannot. There is? Yeah, it's, it's I've uh, I've heard it before with age groupers when they go to these festival things and they like want to do all the races. And so I've like in feet. That's the only time I've ever heard this before because like age groupers show up and then they're like, oh, but I want to race Friday night and Saturday morning. And so there's a rule that stops them from doing that because that's insane. And so they have to have 24 hours between races at these like world tri things. But now, but it's never been an issue for pros because it's never come up before. Yeah. Well, that's that's not really true because last oh, yeah. year, last year Collins Cup was held in Slovakia like the same time as ITU uh long distance world champs. So you had different athletes uh doing the two different races, but we were on the same site. Right. And I think it was a day part. So this is the second time this has happened. Is my but like I guess nobody I didn't hear about anybody trying to do both last year. Are people trying to do both? Well, they were originally there were some people who wanted to, but then they were found oh, out that they couldn't. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. no. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it is really interesting because uh, I feel like it's fairly uh, 
it's not as strong of a field as I expected with PTO, with uh, the at least the women's fields. Um, the women's field's not as strong as you expected in the PTO. The, the PTO year. race. Really? Because yeah. I thought it was basically all the top, like all, well, their rankings, but all the top ranked. People are doing it now. So there's, there's oh, this methods. Yeah, but also, um, so the way, the way you got in was based on ranking. Mm-hmm. and it rolled down barely it rolled down pretty far it rolled down pretty far because i got um i got an invite like i was an auto person uh. and uh i turned down my slot and i was surprised to see how far down s- slots are rolling down because i i figured i'd be like the only person who'd turn it down given the prize money um well i think I think a lot of the Americans are just going to do the the U.S. one later, and they don't want to spend the money to go to Ibiza. I also think, like, um, the if we're going by rankings, like most of the top ten women are there. There's a couple that are yes. sick now, and so yes. I think if so, most of the top like it's like nine of the top ten are racing. So yes. I think the people who are like fifteenth are like, well, I could do St. George if I can win St. George and not have to pay a bunch of money to go to Ibiza. You know what I mean? So it's like this, like once you're out of once you're out of that, it's like, uh, is this really worth it? Because the prize money, the prize money drops off, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, the way I pitched it to my coach is, I'm like, if I can't be top fifteen um, in a visa, then it's not worth it. And we're like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. What's the point? What's the point? Like, if I if I can't, yeah. I think that's like the yeah. We weren't feeling confident that I would be a top ten. And being top 15 was going to be a reach. Um, I finished my semester yesterday. So it's a little tired. You're one done my program. Totally flattened. I am not in like peak physical condition right now. So yeah. Yeah. And then I also had St. George as backup. Right, right. And I'm like, that's still, still not going to happen. So yeah. Yeah. You were still on the start list uh, Monday. Because I was like, oh. Yeah. I, I was like, I thought she was pretty busy right now. <laughs> like, I am, but I still like racing. <laughs> and I'll give you this warning, Kelly, that sometimes when she's racing, she will not tell you. I'll tell you. And yeah. you'll be like, you'll see her on a start list. And you'll be like, well, she can't be racing because she didn't tell me. And we were on the podcast. <laughs> and then two days later, you'll be like, she's winning the race. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I just, you know, in case you know, you, you were tending to like, feel bad about that kind of thing because she doesn't <laughs> tell you just know it's happened to the best of us. Well, there you go. What was it? One of the, I mean, obviously like, like you said, they've been rolling down and some people really want the spots, especially people who are European and all that. And somebody did pull out and say they were citing like personal reasons. They just have a lot going on. They're moving right now. And I was like, I get it. Totally. I understand. So. Mm-hmm. I, I'm totally going to use that one. Like, I didn't go to my CrossFit competition in March for personal reasons. Personal yeah. Reasons. I'm not racing this weekend for personal reasons. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a, just to go back to basketball. There was an NBA player on the Warriors who disappeared for 56 days, did not play, and came back just in time for the playoffs. And all they said was he was dealing with a family emergency. And no one, like, has no one found out any more information. <laughs> Wow. Like, I wow. find that fascinating in like that big a sport that we've all just been like, all right, that's cool. Right. I kind of applaud that level of privacy that, you know, I'm like, okay, that's fair. Okay. So. Well, I, 
I don't think athletes owe anybody an explanation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I don't think they do. And I get it. But I also, I also, I guess I also, and I obviously this NBA and they're making like $10 million. Um, so like he, he also can't be upset if people ask, right? Like, obviously it's gonna be like, wait, you missed like 20 games leading into the playoffs. Like you're being paid a million a game. Like where, what the hell? Right. Like obvious. Cause I do think it's weird sometimes when like, um, sometimes athletes like freak out. Cause you're like, Hey, I noticed that you're walking around on, on crutches. Are you injured? And they're like, that's none of your business. And you're like, uh, I just, I was just like looking like at yeah. you, like with my eyes. Like, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to find out details like this. Who reacts <laughs> that way? <laughs> so, but are you, I'm going to guess I did the answer to this. Are you going to watch any of the racing? Uh... <laughs> Sarah's just losing her shit right now. Yeah, that's the, I, uh... the easiest question with the longest uh I've ever heard. <laughs> like, are you going to watch the race? Yes. Any of the racing? Yes or no? It's like the reason for the no. Eyes, yeah, it sounds like a no. It sounds uh, like a no. Okay, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. Here's the process behind that. I'm thinking like, do I want to? I mean, maybe if I had nothing else to do. Like, do I feel shame for admitting that I probably won't? Yes. So what do I say? What's a diplomatic response here? It's like 2 a.m. your time. That's what you say. You're like, eh, probably won't bother. Yeah, I have personal reasons. My personal bed. reasons. <laughs> Sleep. I'm, I'm just, I'm so glad that triathlon has this kind of like hype media like us. You know, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, about, like the NBA game and the flames coming out of the floor. And we're like, I don't know if I'll watch it or not. <laughs> I wonder why our sport is on the decline. I just, yeah. I can't. Hey, it's such hey, a hey. scratcher. They're not sure if it's on the decline or not. Okay. That's an open <laughs> question. Okay. 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 I'm glad that we clarified that. Yeah. And honestly, Sarah, I'm just going to listen to Sid next week. Who's going to tell me what happened. Fair. So Fair. I don't need to. <laughs> you know, it's not on the decline. Oh, basketball. Why? That's so. actually true. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my you, other... <laughs> well, I was trying to say, like, all balls. So you know how baseball's all worried about being on the decline and, like, young people watching? Because everyone... So they do this thing... They, like, made change a bunch of rules to make it move faster. Mm-hmm. But now they also do this thing called, like... Oh, God, I forget it. I forget the name of it. It has a stupid name. It's, like, Baseball Express. And they, like, show the whole game in 12 minutes in the evening. Like, and one of my friends was watching... She was like, no, it's actually really good because then you can see everything that happens. I can imagine that being like that. I would watch yeah. that. Like yeah. I, I had, I had grandparents that watched baseball. So I, and I've been to baseball games on oh, like good. basketball, Kelly. And I can see that 12 minutes would be about the appropriate amount of time to watch all the highlights properly. <laughs> this is how they're going to get the young people on the TikTok. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, since this show is about all the balls now. Yeah. I, I don't know why I said that because like I have no, no you're not going other transition. Yeah. Like that was just like yeah. I thought our next segment is what is Sarah going to be doing on Wednesday right. nights instead of recording? So get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, Are you transition. going bowling? 
bowling. There's an idea. Yeah. Okay. I need, I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to do on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific? It's going to be like a big void in my life. Like you guys, I might end up Zoom. Is it Zoom bombing? I might end up Zoom bombing your call. Mm-hmm. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have any suggestions for me? What should I do? I'll bowling. probably join a bowling league. Yeah. <laughs> That's the suggestion. I'm like, wait, how old are you? But you, can get, you can get a sweet shirt with your name embroidered on it. That's true. You'd be all about you'd be all about the outfit. Oh my god, I would. I totally yeah. would. Like the collared shirt yes. with like feisty on it. Oh yes. And the whole 80s vibe. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I could get into that. I could definitely yeah. get into that. I was going to say wheelies on e-bikes, mm. but um apparently that wasn't suggested for me. Bowling. Yeah. <laughs> followed by how old are you <laughs> i'm sitting here and i'm like no e-bikes those that's like 12 year olds Sarah. bowling that's you <laughs> it's fair it's fair. a fair comment fair. Yeah. um okay let's take a little break and then do an i rock because the fastest path to living healthier longer starts inside Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. It was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. That's quite a list. Inside Tracker provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live healthier longer. When I do my Inside Tracker tests, I always use the mobile blood draw service. It's amazing because you can enjoy a premium lab experience in the comfort of your own home or your office. All you have to do is book a time that suits your schedule and they will come to you. The scheduling is easy and they send you text alerts so you'll get appointment updates and notifications when your Inside Tracker health analysis and custom action plan are ready to view. It's great for busy people who want to save time. So if you want to try Inside Tracker's mobile blood draw service and find out what's going on inside your body for your health, go to insidetracker.com forward slash feisty and get 20% off today. That's insidetracker.com forward slash F-E-I-S-T-Y. As a former pro triathlete who now does very amateur crossfitting for fun and is in perimenopause, meaning I can't count on my hormones to be consistent anymore, one of my main limitations is the speed at which I build muscle. It just doesn't come easily for me. I wanted to make sure I am actually getting the benefits of the little time I do have to work out. That's why Amino Co's Perform is the perfect product for me. It tastes good and I just sip on it before and during my workouts. The AminoCo's Perform formula has clean ingredients and is great for your everyday routine to help give your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger from workouts. What's even better is that AminoCo's Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher, Dr. Wolf. As a competitive athlete, Dr. Wolf has completed 62 marathons in under 230 whoa, and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. 
So if you are looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram for gram basis than any other protein source. To try it yourself and get 30% off, use the code RIDING, R-I-D-I-N-G, when you visit aminoco.com forward slash riding. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com forward slash riding. So Sarah, it's our final I rock because mm-hmm. Kelly, are you, well, the fi- I keep saying final, but maybe it won't be. Maybe you guys maybe will do this be, segment yeah. once in a while. Um, Kelly, are you familiar with the format of I rock because? Yeah, but I can never come up with one. It's very difficult. Hmm. I agree. And Sarah sa- usually says things like she rocks because her favorite color is blue. And then I'm like, I rock because, and then I like talk about, my job <laughs> that's basically <laughs> like <laughs> nice. okay so we're gonna try to break I out never said because my favorite color is blue no, you didn't but you know why I rock tonight what because it's 9 30 east mm. coast time I have not yawned once but Kelly has yawned like 10 times <laughs> and I am just calling her out on it <laughs> dude okay so I have a question what you don't like that feeling we're not going to have a whole other side <laughs> conversation. You know the feeling when you need to yawn and how it like, uh, like, or like when you're like running and you need to like breathe out because you're like not right. That happens to me like all the time. And then I like, we're not for the, and they're like, oh, you might have asthma, but like, that doesn't seem to do shit. Right. And then I was, and then they're like, anyway, I had COVID last year and I had medium COVID. It was kind of bad for a while. And so then they were like, well, maybe it's because of COVID, but like, it doesn't make any sense. And then it just it seems like you're yawning all the time. I just, I just assumed you're really over our yeah. banter. Yeah, also and... that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I also used to get like what you're describing, Kelly. I used to get yeah. that a lot more when I trained. Like I don't get that anymore. But when you said it, I was like, oh yeah, that yeah. used to happen. Although not as frequently as like it's hap- as we've watched it happen to <laughs> you in the last forty five. And then like minutes. sometimes it's like so when you're like really big yawn and you're like feel it, your ch- and then like it's really annoying. I don't know what to do. Um, and the doctors think I'm, they, they don't think that's a real thing. Hmm. Yeah. I think it probably is a real thing and they just don't know about it. Well, mm-hmm. it's possible too. That's the, sometimes I feel like I can't, now we're really down the rabbit hole. <laughs> like I can't, I have to <laughs> really, um, focus to take a deep breath. Right. Like, like to actually right. fill up my lungs. Hmm. Okay. We're just going to diagnose all of our problems. Okay, right that's, okay. that's great. You just killed the conversation, Sarah. <laughs> I was just trying, end the podcast. I was trying to relate. Oh, a little mic drop. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, Kelly, tell us why you're wrong. Oh, no, now I have to come back. No, I thought we were starting with, with Sarah. She said it because she's up late. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's I'm like 9.30. Which She's is not yawning. Which is like two hours past my bedtime. So <laughs> that's true. Hmm. Yep. hmm. Now I'm all stuck. I uh I rock because I finally I was very, very behind on many, many things. Like if I owed you something in the last two months, I probably flaked on it. 
and I finally caught up on everything and have no overdue things. And, and I went to like my friend's book of launch event last night and stayed out till 10. So there. Oh, I know. So I'm trying to like get it back together, you know? That's really good. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. I am going to go with, uh, I rock because I actually recorded three things today. <laughs> I was going to say three podcasts, but one of them is not actually a podcast, two podcasts at which I don't know. I'm, as you can tell, pretty relaxed on podcasts and I don't get nervous. Like I used to <laughs> ahead of time, but still it's a thing. Like you have to be on, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so this one less than Less almost than any podcast I could ever <laughs> think of this one where it's just like I stay say the stupid shit and it doesn't matter but like <laughs> most times you're trying to like keep your internal dialogue to yourself a little bit to try to say something useful for other people mm-hmm. um and so and so yeah I I interviewed Christine Yu who wrote the up to speed oh yeah yeah this morning so that podcast comes out on women's performance podcast um on the, May 15th uh, and then we had our first live session for the fueled course with Aaron Ayala, who's our sports psychologist. And that was 90 minutes. So um, that was pretty intense. I hosted that. And then I came bounced right over here to you two. So I feel like I'm just rocking the, I don't know, the content today. Rocking the content. Oh, man. Nice. Nice. Well, is this it? Is this our, is this our final goodbye? Sarah? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. Oh. Well, it it has been such a pleasure. Thanks, mm-hmm. Kelly, for handing the baton to me uh, to take over if we're riding. And I am very excited for this next iteration. And I hope all that all the uh, oh the maybe it is my bedtime. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh well, I hope our listeners are going to tune in to our new if we're riding launching next week. None of you people can tell me to stop My town, my crown We know what it takes to be reaching the top We're reaching the top We're reaching the top We know what it takes to be reaching the top